the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. The lines are wide open. There's five lines available if you have a car question or a car problem or if you want us to settle a disagreement between you and your wife. <laughs> we can handle that. just depends on if your wife is on the other side of the line and she wants to talk. Then oftentimes the path of least resistance is to side with the wife. <laughs> but we'll wink, wink, wink at you <laughs> to tell you we're doing that. Anyway. Let me tell you about a good shop. The shops that are on my list are gray-haired guys. They've been around the block a long time. We don't take anybody without five years of experience of owning his shop, and then we're looking at his reviews and all that other kind of stuff. So Action Auto Repairs at I-17 in Deer Valley, the northwest corner. Tom's been around since 1983, and I've known Tom since the early 80s. So whatever your repairs are, whether it's a oil change all the way to a major air conditioning repair, everything in between. If you need a set of wipers, they'll take care of that. They have ASE Master Certified Technicians. And let me explain that ASE Master stuff to you. In order to be a master, you have to take eight tests that cover all the car. And you have to pass all eight tests. And then you have to recertify every five years. So it's not something that you just pin on your chest and then you're that way until you hit the Emeritus Program. And you have to be retired or semi-retired, and you have to have 25 years of continuous ASE master. Then you get this little plaque that says emeritus. Do you know what emeritus means? Uh Uh-uh. Retired. Retired. Master. Okay. So that's what I am. I don't have to certify anymore. Well, that's the best part. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Those tests aren't easy. Yeah. And and so, but you get the emeritus status, so... I still have the opportunity to call myself an ASE master. And if I wanted to be com- completely correct, it would be an ASE master retired. But it doesn't make any difference to me. I don't think it makes any difference to anybody else. But so they have ASE master certified technici- technicians. I-17 in your valley. Tom owns Action Auto Repair. And like I said, I've, owned him for th- I've known him for 30 years. So I can tell you that uh, you'll be okay there. And we've got a caller. Gil, who might that be? That would be Lee. Lee, good morning to you. How can we help you? Good morning. Uh, my wife has a 96 Lexus SC400, 44,000 okay. miles on it. And uh, she started up this morning, and the power steering just screamed. And then once it warmed up, it quieted back down. Okay. It's her fault. Yeah, I, I figured that. <laughs> I'm just telling her. I wish she was. I wish she was on the phone with me. <laughs> just tell her. Say, Mark. Mark. I told him, hey, it squeals and it went away, and this is the first time it's ever happened. And I don't ever drive your car, and uh, and I I think that's it. We're we're done with that conversation. Now you just tell her. Mark has a degree in psychology, and uh, he handles marital disputes as well as car. <laughs> yeah. well, we may that may that may cause us to call you more often. 
Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, that's a good point. No one's ever said that to me. <laughs> yeah, you might get yourself into trouble here. Well, I might be busy seven days a week instead of just yeah. two hours. Okay, what is it? Um, well, you said it's a high-pitched it's a high pitch squealing noise when you first started? Yes, and then once it warms up, oh, I would say three minutes, four minutes, it quiets back down to normal. Dave's wow. going to tell you what it is 100% sure. <laughs> yeah, well, I would start by looking at the belt. You know, I, it's the belt. Yeah. It's the belt. Yeah. Now, if she were to turn the steering wheel left and right when it's squealing, she may hear a difference in the squeal because the I belt is slipping do, tight. Yeah. I had her do that, and okay. it got a little worse. Okay, but that's okay. It changed. Yeah. Right. That's all we want. We just yeah. want it to change. Now, another thing you can do is you can go out there and take the garden hose and spray all the belts before she starts it. And it okay. will change the belt. Right. <laughs> so if something's kind of locking up something, the power steering pump's coming apart or inside or whatever, then the water will eliminate the squeal till the belt dries out. So, oh. And if you're going to do one belt, do them all. And yeah, well, um, but I'm qu- now after it warms up, the steering works perfectly all the way to the bar and back, right? Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Tell her we're real sure that it's the power steering belt. This time of the year okay. with rubber, rubber gets really hard because it gets cold, and and we have all kinds of noises. Now another thing too, though, the power steering belt doesn't just drive the power steering. It's going to drive other things, but the power steering is the noticeable one. Right. So you could have an air conditioning compressor that's tied to that power steering belt, and the air conditioning is not going to work in the morning, but it's too cold. Nobody yeah. knows that. Right. So, and if it's the back belt, you've got to take the front ones off. Uh, do you charge for the two front ones if you're going to go after the back one? No. Okay, of course not. You yeah, have to take yeah, the two yeah, front ones. <laughs> yeah. I haven't figured out a way to do it the other, any other way. <laughs> <laughs> but... I see tickets three or four times a year on a complaint that I may be arbitrating or mediating where we've got that same situation. Wow. And they went in and took three labors, and they tied them all together. But it's called, it, it's called duplication of labor. You can't charge for each belt. You have to take the one and two off to get to three. Right. So it doesn't make any difference if we put a new one on one and two. The labor is the same. So, yeah, we're we're... I think we're a hundred percent sure that the that it's going to have something to do with the the belt on the power steering pump, but if the air conditioning's off and the car's sitting there idling and it only happens and it may change it he he admitted it changes it when you turn the steering wheel it it has to be the belt yeah it has to I'm be guessing. the and and we'll also throw in this Lee um the guys on the radio said it's her fault <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if she drove the car a little bit more aggressive, if she took the turns a little bit faster. Or slower, you can make it fit however you want. Yeah. Then tell her it's her fault, okay? But well, I could have my daughter drive it, and then I'll take care of it all. Yeah. If, you, if your wife wants to beat somebody up, it's Mark Salem. <laughs> <laughs> but you know something else? If you get in there and you bring the idle up and start turning that steering wheel, that belt get hot, and that noise will go away. Right. Well, you already know okay. that. But I mean, it, however we dance around this, it's a belt. Yeah, yeah, it's a belt. All right, well, good luck to you, Steve, okay. or Lee. You bet. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. A, let me finish, Gil. Doggone it. Can you hear that in the background? Yeah. The air gun? Yeah, that's what it's, yeah. <laughs> it, that means, Mark, shut up. Oh, wow. <laughs> a, 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 can they hear that air gun go? Oh, yeah. 
They can? Oh, yes, okay. Well, then they already know it. I didn't know if he had that just to our headphones or not. Yeah, I heard it a couple times, and I wondered what it was. Oh, anyway, yeah, it's, it's Mark. Shut the hell up is what it is. Okay. Anyway, it, it's 602-508-0960. And who might be next, Gil? That would be Dave. Dave, good morning. Hi, good morning. I, I've heard you talk about diesel engines every so often, and I know you've got diesel engines in your truck, but if you weren't pulling a trailer, would you go gas engine or would you still go with diesel? I'd still go with diesel. Now, I'm not quite sure in the passenger car arena I would give you that that answer. I like okay. diesels because I get better fuel economy than I would in a gas. Um, I don't mind the, I don't mind the clatter. I'm going to eliminate all the reasons I really drive it because you already touched on them. I'm hauling horses and I'm hauling tractors and stuff. But I still like how it drives. It's a one-ton Dodge, and it's going to be, whether it's gas or whether it's diesel, it's going to be the same with the exception. There's going to be a little more noise. But I got a lot more torque. And I know my son tells me that every once in a while somebody will pull up next to him at a traffic light. And he says they think because I'm clattering that they might be able to take me across the intersection to the next crosswalk. And he says, that doesn't happen very often, Dad. And I said to him, son, that's a stupid thing to admit, especially on the radio. <laughs> and his name's Fred. <laughs> but, Dave, I, what are you thinking, though, before we answer definitively? I'm, I'm just, I just, like I say, I just heard you talking about that. I wondered, what if you were driving a half-ton truck? Would you still go diesel if you weren't hauling a trailer? Okay, let me. First of all, the half-ton truck only comes with a diesel. It's called an eco diesel on the Dodge side. That engine's okay. one of the biggest pieces of crap they've made. Everybody. Okay. Most everybody that owns them hates them, and they have all kinds of problems. And I want to tell you something. We have a uh, concrete company that has a fleet of 40 of them. Every time they come in, we give them a coupon for their wife to the Point Tapatio. Um, yeah. Every time they bring one in, it's a huge bill. And the best thing that's ever happened to us over the last year is they bought 40 of them. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so to answer your question, they have to know. Now, let's pretend my wife was driving this car. And it was a truck. And it'd have to be a three-quarter or north of that. She drives okay. a Ford Edge. I think she'd take the truck, and I'll tell you why. Safety reasons. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, she starts banging fenders with an Audi. She's going to win with the three-quarter ton truck. So I think my wife would take the diesel as well. But you've hit the nail on the head. The most of the t- For Mark Salem, I'm not speaking for the rest of them. Um, it's, it has to do with what I'm hauling. Yeah, I would agree with that. What about, I'm a, okay. Go ahead. What, what, about the, what about diesel engines for smaller cars? Uh, the thing that I've always heard then is that they're not such a great deal for a smaller car that isn't driven that much or isn't driven that hard. Is that correct? Well, you're throwing in that it isn't driven much and isn't driven hard, and we're going to agree yeah. with you. But if my daughter had a lead foot and she lived somewhere else besides my neighborhood and she lived in Colorado and she wanted yeah. power and she wanted something that was durable and had a minimal amount of parts on it that we're going to replace, like the crankshaft sensor okay. and the gas, like the injectors, yeah. like all that stuff, then I think I'd buy her a, a diesel. And, okay. you know, you got to ask yourself, why do all those Mercedes people buy diesels? Well, I tell you, they aren't hauling oh. horses. <laughs> I'm okay. a little, I'm a little jaded. I'm a little jaded because, uh, you know, we, I grew up in the in the service station business, and we sold diesel. And man, did I hate pumping that stuff! 
Yeah. <laughs> it stinks. You can't get it off your hand for like three days. You're right. No, you're <laughs> it's right. It's terrible. And and most of the time, uh, I, bec- well, I've kind of learned how to get it to where I don't. I fill up with the loves that's got the big nozzle that's the size of a tennis ball. Well, you don't pull it on the click and stand there because when that thing comes, oh, it's full. It just showers you. Yeah. So hey, you're right. That's a negative. Yeah. But, but that's from a point of view of an old gas station jockey, <laughs> and there's no evidence that Dave was an old gas station jockey. <laughs> anyway, Dave, thank you very much for that. that that's food for thought. One other, one, one other question. Okay. Uh, Allison Transmission, what do you guys think about that? Okay, let me change your question. Mark, of all the diesel trucks out there, the Chevrolet, the Dodge, and the Ford, what's the best transmission? Heads down, it's the Allison. The Allison is really? the king of the road. And if you and that's why I like the 6.6 Duramax is because of the transmission. That Allison is a monster, and okay. rarely do they go bad. So the answer to your question is, I love Allison, in spite of the fact I drive a Dodge with some Chinese or Japanese <laughs> transmission in it, and and the Fords, um, they're okay, but the head and shoulders is the Allison. All righty, Dave, very thank well. you very much. Six zero two five zero eight. Thank you, Dave. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Do we have another one, Gil, or are you just running the air gun for fun? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. All righty. Well, we'll be right back after this. If you listen to this radio station for 24 hours straight, you'd hear about a quarter of a million words, and thousands of those words every day come from listeners like you. No one values your opinion more than we do. And when you support our advertisers, you turn words into actions. We know you're not always going to agree with us, but we wouldn't be here without you. So we thank you for listening and supporting our advertisers. 960 The Patriot, a Salem Media Group station. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works, we want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. Hi, Solar Sandy here. Are you tired of hearing the word impeachment? Do you know who really should be impeached? The Arizona Power Companies. They've been ripping off consumers with their complicated plans and tricky math for years. When you contact me on my website, AskSolarSandy.com, I will show you in plain numbers how much you're getting ripped off and how much you can save. No sales pitch. I'm not a salesman. I'm a mom and a grandma who got tired of my daughter getting ripped off. So visit my website at AskSolarSandy.com and fill out my kilowatt worksheet. That's AskSolarSandy.com. This is Dan Proft for townhall.com. House Democrats were somber, prayerful, and reluctant about impeachment. 
or so they say. But on December 6, 2017, 58 House Democrats voted for impeachment over Trump's criticism of NFL players who knelt during the national anthem. And on January 19, 2018, 66 House Democrats voted for impeachment over Trump's use of coarse language to describe underdeveloped countries. Then, on July 17, 2019, 95 House Democrats voted for impeachment over Trump's insulting statements about the squad. This says nothing of Representative Al Green's demand Trump be impeached over his quote-unquote racism and Representative AOC's contention that Trump should be impeached over the citizenship question the Department of Commerce attempted to put on the 2020 census questionnaire. Yet we're supposed to believe the House Democratic Caucus is comprised of reasonable people who take their constitutional oath seriously. Democrats in the House have been thirsting for impeachment since Inauguration Day. I'm Dan Proff. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. Or S, speech difficulty. Then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately. Because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment. And that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs. Face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Well, welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Dave from Dave Martin's Automotive, south of Indian School on 16th Street. He's a second-generation guy. I know his dad. I know his dad raised him right. I know his dad is a top-notch friend of mine. And, um, and I don't know much about your mother, but when there's a strong dad, then there's usually a strong mother. She just puts up with my dad. Oh, that's it. That's <laughs> it. I've got to tell you something real quick. Okay? The other day I was listening to something on the television, and they said, playing on the edge playing on the edge. My wife says, I am often on the edge. She <laughs> says, life, you, but playing on the edge really describes it better I because like it. I'm playing on the edge. I'm not walking the edge and I'm not, you know, crawling on the edge. I'm playing on the edge. That means it's purposely. Yep. So anyway, let's go to the callers. David, good morning. Good morning, Mark. Um, quick question. I have a 2016 Kia Soul. It's time for the 30,000 mile checkup. And my regular mechanic that services my Volvo and other cars that I've had has changed management ownership in the last year, and I'm very happy. I actually cleaned the place up, and it's been real good. But they were telling me that they have a certified guy for Kia, and they can, they can do my 30,000-mile checkup to the standard that would meet if there was a, ever a problem with my warranty. And I've never not taken my cars for their regular checkups except to the dealer. This is my third Kia. So I'm just curious, and they'll do it cheaper for sure. And is that a legitimate thing to be able to do? Absolutely. I know, but I'm going to disagree with him. Because it's they can't cancel your warranty because you're a mile late one way or the other. And the fact that the and the thirty thousand, what I'd do is I'd open up his owner manual to the thirty thousand. I'd check them all off. I'd put my initials on the bottom. I'd write the name of my shop and I'd put my phone number down. I did this. Yeah. 
Um, but if he's, a, I don't care that he's a Kia Soul uh, certified guy because if he's working in the independent market, that title doesn't mean anything. Right. Okay. So it's you're not going to get bonus points. But in reality, if your water pump fails and you're, it's after thirty thousand miles, that has nothing to do with it. Nothing. So there's a lot of iffies there. You're asked to do thirty, sixty, nineties. Yeah. Okay. So am I. And we've, I don't know that I've ever. We've been in business since 1979. I don't know that I've ever had a problem with that. Uh, we haven't either. Yeah. Uh, the thing of it is, is, is if you if you go to a shop, just make sure that they they have it on record mm-hmm. and that you have the receipts. If there is any problem down the road that you did the thirty thousand, doesn't matter who does it. You have the right to go wherever you want to take your car. If they're going to charge you for any service, you have the right to go where any anywhere you want to go. The only time that you have to go back to the dealer is if they have a recall or um, there's warranty. there's under warranty that yeah. Yeah, under the your 36,000 or the 100,000 mile warranty, whatever their warranty is. Right. But if they're not going to charge you, then yes, you have to go back there. But if they're going to charge you, then you have the right to go anywhere you want. Although I'm a little okay. concerned and I'm kind of bothered about, we have a Kia Soul certified. How do you check that? I, I don't know. And and how do you know that that's the truth? Now, I'm not disparaging the shop, yeah. but I wouldn't say that, that I have a certified Ford technician or I have a certified GM technician. I wouldn't do that because if they say to me, show me the certification... Well, what I'm going to do is show him a piece of paper that's 16 years old or 4 years old or 5 years old. Right. And he might be certified where his his past job is, but it doesn't transfer to me. His skill level does, but not his certification. So I think I think you should do what your plan was. I don't think you should change. Um, I, I'm going to put your, your concerns at ease because I don't believe that you're going to have any problem with that. But thank okay, you, David. Good. Thank you very much. Brian, you're up next. How can I help you? This Brian here? Um, yes, Brian. Okay, sorry about that. I uh, two questions. I've got a 2019 um, Yukon. Okay. And it's a just a two-wheel drive. Okay. And when I'm running the transmission a little harder, changing gears, it seems to race a little high before it switches gears. And I've got a 2013, two of them, and they don't do that. So I'm wondering if there was a big change in the transmission, or is this normal? Do I need to take it in? I don't know that I'd be worried about that. Yeah. I don't know that I'd... I mean, unless you're comparing apples to apples, and even then I don't know if I'd worry about that. Um, It's it's okay to manually shift that Yukon. It's okay to just hold your foot to the throttle until it won't go any faster, which is the computer shutting down the RPMs. Right. Then click it up to second and go. So... I don't know that I'd be worried about that. It's it's okay. Um, it may be the other the other ones have a thirty two hundred dollar shut the shut the shut the spark of the fuel off, and yours has a forty one hundred. I I don't know, but you know something else. You could take it to any transmission shop, and just say, "Can I take your tech for a ride? I'm only going to have them for fifteen minutes, and go show them okay. what you're talking about." Um, okay. But to be honest with you, I wouldn't want to drive it if you showed up at my door. Yeah, but I I probably wouldn't charge you for it unless you kept me for thirty minutes or forty five minutes driving around and doing a lot of other problems. But frankly, do you have a shop that you trust? Um, I have been, okay. uh, but I'm looking around for a new one. Okay, what part of town are you in? And I'll make a suggestion. In the Camelback and Fifty One area. Okay, aren't you? You're close to Camelback and Fifty. Yeah, I'm just right up the street. So I've, been, I've been using AMC. 
Okay, we don't we don't comment on other shops. Just you know, okay. because if I were to comment good on all these shops and then refuse to do one, everybody would take that backwards. So <laughs> he's not part of my my group. Dave Dave is, but um, yeah, he's right up the street from me. If you want to if you want to bring him by my shop, I'd be happy to have one of my techs go for a ride with you and and just tell you if 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 they feel like there's anything that is abnormal. Yeah. Um, and then in, then if there is, if we do feel like that, I mean, yeah, you want to. Uh, you said it's got how many miles it got on it. Only twenty five. Twenty five, yeah. Then then what you could do is you could take it back to the dealership, but at least you have it on record if you go back to the dealership that you complained about it. Let's say the transmission goes out at you know, at eighty thousand miles, well at least you know, we've yeah, got something. record we've got record right. that's saying, Hey, we've had a pro- we had a problem with this at twenty thousand and and you guys said it was fine and now the tranny went out of it. At twenty five, right. you know what I do? Twenty five thousand miles, I'd pull it down under first gear and I'd just take it up to close to the red line, pop it into second, pop it into third, pop it into overdrive. Then I'd, from overdrive, I'd put my foot on the brake pedal and make it come out of overdrive or lock up and go in and out, and you'd be done. Your guy would do the same thing. Absolutely. Okay, he's free. He's, uh, Indian, or he's on South Indian School, Martin's Auto. He's going to do it for free. Dennis, you're up next. I hope Dennis is not your dad. <laughs> Dennis, are you uh, related to anybody on this side of the uh, microphone? I don't think so. Okay, well, his dad is Dennis, and I, you know, dads have a bad habit of calling the radio show and telling them something about poopy diapers when we were a kid or something. Yeah, like I, that. I was waiting for that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, Dennis, well, you're not related. I'm all ears. Okay. Hey, I got a O2 Nissan Frontier with a four-cylinder engine, and it's developed a shimmy or a vibration, and it's not in the steer- steering wheel is fine. If I go 60 miles an hour, I'm fine. It seems to be around the 40, 42 mile an hour, and I looked at, I had it up, on, I was up underneath it last night, and I checked the drive shaft, I checked the steering, and no, everything nothing. looked. Yeah, you, you don't have any of that, any of that. Um, let me ask you a couple of questions. Um, it doesn't shake the steering wheel. Do you feel it in the seat of your pants, or, or do you see it in the rear view mirror? I can see it, feel it in the seat of my pants. Okay. All right. Well, that would typically be the back end of the car because the front end of a car, a shimmy, would cause the steering wheel back and forth. I'm 40 seconds away from a mandatory brake. Okay. Gil uses bad words in my ear when I miss this brake. Okay. So I have to talk it down to exactly 30. Now, he doesn't like 30.2 seconds. So, um, Dennis, you stay right there. But he doesn't like 30.2 seconds, and he doesn't like... Uh, t- what it would say, so 59 <laughs> and something like that. So I got to hit it right on the time. So you stay right here. I'm going to continue to talk because we're about 14 seconds away. <laughs> and Gil has been my producer for many, many years. I know lots of things about Gil, and I might share this, shows, share those with you at the next break. But I'm going to give it back to him right now. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. 
They use the best glasseric paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable, and serving part-time can help you graduate debt-free. Do you want to stay close to friends and family? The Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want. Learn more by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Arizona Army National Guard. Aired by the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. I'll pick you up after school. Okay, I got it. It's easy to take a day for granted. You and your family are connected by routine and you stick to it. But what if a disaster strikes without warning? What if life as you know it has completely turned on its head? What if your day's routine is disrupted and you can't reach your family? Have you planned for that? Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, it's up to you to be ready. Get a kit. Make a plan. Be informed. Today. Learn how at www.ready.gov. Ready.gov. This message brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council. America. Welcome home the brave. The brave men and women who serve their country are coming home. Home to their cities and towns. Home to their mountains and valleys. Home to their families and friends. Home to America. Some of these warriors are coming home with wounds you can see, and some with wounds you can't see, like post-traumatic stress disorder. Wounded Warrior Project was created to provide the support these wounded veterans need to ensure their return to America is well-adjusted and successful. But we need your help to ensure that our mission is a success. Help us honor and empower these wounded warriors. Contact us at findwwp.org. America, welcome home the brave. I'm more resourceful than I thought. My suit can still make an impression. My video games are still game changers. And my lamp can bring others a bright future. Because when I donate my stuff to Goodwill, it helps fund job placement and training for people right in my community. Now my stuff gets a second chance. And will give someone in my community a second chance too. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. That's Goodwill.org. This message brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. Forty-three minutes after the hour of eleven o'clock, um, I've got to talk about Thompsons, but we're going to go back and uh, pr- follow up with Dennis on the frontier. You've got a vibration. Yes. Okay. Um, what do you think? Well, uh, what's now, the diagnostic procedure for you? Well, the first thing I want to know is, is you said it happens about. It doesn't happen below forty. It happens about sixty, or it happens about yeah, 40. and it if, goes away. Goes away about sixty. Correct. Right, uh, and it's uh, it's really random because when I'm at the stop sign and I take off, as long as I'm accelerating, even if I'm in that 40-mile-an-hour range, 
it go, it's not there either. So uh, it's more or less when I'm just cruising at about 40, 45 is when it shakes. Go ahead. And if I take my foot off the gas, it goes, if it's, if it's vibrating and I take my foot off the gas, it goes away. Okay. How many miles are on this frontier? Uh, it's over 200. Okay. You got an idea? I was going to go with tires, but... Yeah, he, he, he yeah I, had, uh, I had new tires a year ago, and okay. actually those guys, I won't say who, but they put them on without balancing them. And, okay. about, and, I, and when, this sh- when this shimmy first came, that's what I took it back to those guys, and I said, hey, I got a shimmy. Can you check the tires? Okay, and the guy but we came need out to stick he- to the point, though. We need to stick to the point. I think he has a torque converter yeah. problem. Here's what you do. You pull the shifter into one. You shift it into two and three, but don't go past three, Okay. I'll bet the vibration's gone. Now, you're going to put it back in to drive, but not overdrive. So you're going to drive it in drive for a while, and I'll bet you the vibration is not there. Or you can drive down the road, and with the vibration, keep your right foot right where it's at, and with your left foot, push the brake pedal enough to shine the lights, but not change the speed. And then I'm guessing the vibration will go away, then you let go of the brake pedal and the vibration will come back because the torque converter is locked up. And the torque converter is the wobble you're feeling. It's not tires. We already asked you all the questions for yeah. the dynamics yeah. of the tires. Right. So I think I've given you exactly the test you need to run. You need to take it out of overdrive, OD, take it away, and take it out of lockup. And the easiest way to do it is just shine the brake lights with your left foot. And you can actually okay. feel it lock and, go and lock and unlock. You just tap the brakes, not enough to slow the car down, and then all of a sudden the vibration will go away, and then you let go of the brake and count to two, and the vibration will come back, or it may come back in a little while. But yeah. at 200,000 miles, um, I'm thinking the torque converter's probably gone to torque converter heaven. Yeah. So, is, that a, is that a major operation there? Well, I'm thinking you're going to spend between one and $2,000 for a transmission. Oh, so, yeah, I, so I'm yeah. guessing too. I want to tell you, I'm guessing. You got an idea? Oh, I, well, yeah. It could it could be uh, depending on you're talking about replacing the whole transmission with the torque converter. I mean, you could spend up to up to three thousand. And, and and you're right. I was wrong because I, I was wrong. My I, I was too light. Um, I'm thinking he take somebody takes his out, fixes it, and puts a converter on it, which they usually do anyway, right. and put it all back in. So all the labor and everything else, uh, I misspoke. Yeah. I misspoke. I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go with two to three thousand dollars. So, but at two hundred thousand miles, take two hundred thousand and divide it by three thousand, and you'll figure out that that transmission uh, didn't owe you anything. No. So, anyway, thank you very much, Dennis. Harry, you're up next. Yeah, Mark. Uh, I was uh, listening to your comments with the gentleman on the Audi, and I'm kind of surprised since you guys are senior uh, mechanics that you didn't call them the four rings of death. Um, you know, Harry, I'm, I'm glad you brought, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> we we have words for a whole lot of cars, yeah. and most of them would get me a month off if we used them. And the four rings of death is something that was created by the repair industry for that car. They're very difficult to fix. Um, parts are extremely expensive because if Mark Salem was the only one that had Audi parts in Arizona. I can assure you, I wouldn't be cheap. So it's kind of the dynamics of the whole car. And then we have to remember that there's only five models, five makes of cars that are in double digits of all the cars on the road. And those are easy. Honda, Toyota, Chevrolet, Ford, and Chrysler. Those are the big dogs. 
So when you get the Audi that has 0.25% of the cars on the road, there's not a lot of us that are going to raise our hand and say, I can fix your Audi. Because, you know, what do you want to? And, and and the parts availability, just what this guy went through, you know, the thing of it is, is right. you've got to order parts for them, and sometimes it takes three or four days to get parts for it. And, and, and they're, they're just not expensive. And consider that a lot of us mark up. So we buy something for a dollar, we sell it for a dollar thirty or a dollar forty. So if it's already four hundred dollars, then it's we're not going to sell it to you for four hundred dollars. But it's just a it's that kind of dynamic. But Harry, um, I, Gil, um, we have caller ID, so block Harry for the next show. <laughs> hey, I, I, and, I, got another, I got another question. It better not be one that gets us into trouble. Well, no, 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 no. This is this is just something I'm I'm going out to look at a, a new pickup. And um, you, you were saying that uh, the gentleman calling says, well, would you better go gas or diesel? And you're saying diesel. Well, um, they and we don't tow anymore. Okay. So are you still recommending diesel for uh, like half-ton pickups? Because the new diesels are out in that half-tons. Uh, well, I'm not quite so sure about that. Well, the, the, the only diesel I know in a half-ton is the Eco Diesel and the Dodge. Um, I don't right. know of any. I could be wrong. But I don't know. Well, anything. Chevy has a four-cylinder, I think, coming out. That's a, that uh, that might be no. the case. But I'm always worried yeah. about first generation of anything. Oh yeah, definitely. It, it, yeah. But if you're going to get a half-ton truck, I'm going to tell you what I tell my brother, and I do love my brother. Uh, I get the biggest motor you can. Nothing else matters. The resale value is going to be much better on a, on a five liter than it's going to be some 4.1 straight six or something like that. It's just get the biggest motor you can. I don't know if I'd wrap it with an aftermarket warranty because I don't like those. And in your case, Harry, knowing who wears the man fa- pants in your family, I got that. My wife. I? <laughs> <laughs> Take her along with you so you can get permission, Harry. <laughs> and thank you for letting me talk about the wife who has bigger pants than you yours. Always do. You always so, anyway, do. thank you, Harry. So anyway, I'll you know, like the Fords have the uh, the Coyote V8, and then they have the EcoBoost, the three fives. I think I talked to your son. He says, "Well, get the three five. I well, agree. I, I, do you agree on that? How about the two seven? Those the small. No, I'm going with my kid. I'm going with Alan. Okay. Um, first of all, that's a turbocharged motor, and. Right turbocharged instead of sucking air into the motor it's like putting an air gun in your lips and every time you breathe in you grab a hold of the air nozzle and you just blow your lungs up so so reliability though no no you're okay you're okay here but you can't drive a turbo like you got a hot cup of coffee between your legs okay you gotta flog it you can't take a horse and walk it its whole life and expect it all of a sudden to run down the road so, you know, give it to your wife and tell her to go flog the thing every once in a while. And uh, Or if not, call me and I'll come over and I'll flog that thing for <laughs> I you. I know you will. <laughs> All right, Harry. Thank you very much. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. You know who else is good? Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Main Street, just east of Stapley, Brian and Thelma. You couldn't meet a nicer couple. Brian and Thelma are are related to the Thompson and the Vivian family. They're well-known in, in, in Mesa from the 60s all the way through the 70s. Your father would have known them. Oh, yeah. And the Vivian family, I worked for the Vivian family. They only had one that was a rascal. His name was Ken. I worked for him. He was a rascal. <laughs> he taught me what not to do. <laughs> but God bless him, he was a good guy. And he taught me more than anything. But when you start talking about the Thompson clan, 
Cecil out there on the East Mesa, he was the king. He just was the king. So there's a lot of history for these two. They know right from wrong. So if you're in Mesa, the only shop in Mesa I'm suggesting you go to would be Auto Dynamics. Good place to go. All right, I'm going to take a break. When we come back, we'll take more calls. And if you'd like to join us, 602-508-0960. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, Mayor Jolovitz will host Dr. Martin Sherman, founder and executive director of the Israel Institute for Strategic Studies to analyze the political turmoil in Israel. Do not miss this very important show. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. I'm a veteran. My victory was admitting I had PTSD and getting help. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I no longer see it as a weakness, but as a sign of strength. I call it post-traumatic growth. DAV provides a lifetime of support, helping veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I am a veteran. I lost both legs in Vietnam. Every year, DAV helps more than a million veterans so they can reach victories great and small. My victory was getting my benefits and a good education. I'm a veteran. When I got out, I felt like Nora was safe. My victory was finding the help I needed. But there's more to be done and more victories to be won. Thanks to DAV, now I feel like I'm human again. Help support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Hey kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for the mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. When I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. It's like tiny nails in the air poke my lungs. I start to cough. Sometimes my parents have to take me to the hospital. Today, one out of 13 children suffer from some form of asthma, accounting for nearly one-third of all emergency room visits. I feel like I'm choking. It's kind of like an elephant is on my chest. A little whistle sound comes out when I breathe. But while your child may suffer from asthma... Asthma doesn't have to make your child suffer. There are simple ways you can prevent your child's next attack. To learn more, call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS. That's 1-866-662-8822. Log on to www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many. I feel like a fish with no water. Brought to you by the EPA, the Ad Council, and this station. Welcome back, everybody. 46 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. I made a mistake. 
I screwed up. <laughs> I'm kind of like the Fonzie. Fonzie, remember? Yeah. I was. No, I wasn't. I I made a mistake. <laughs> so anyway, I was talking about um, Brian and Thelma from Thompson's Auto Repair in Mesa, and then I was looking at a piece of paper on my next spot. So I called Auto Dynamics. It's not. I was talking about Brian and Thelma and their families in Mesa. And that's Thompson's Auto Repair on Main Street, just east of Stapley. It's the only shop in Mesa that I can recommend you go to. That doesn't mean it's the only good shop. It's the only one that Mark Salem feels comfortable hanging his hat on. But let me talk about Auto Dynamics. Auto Dynamics is owned and operated by um, Derek Nyday, but his dad is Chuck Nyday, and we go back to 1968. You got to remember, in 1968, gas stations were a little different than they are right now. Absolutely, and they just things that happened in there. Yep. But Auto Dynamics is a great place. So if you're in Sun City, and they've been around since 1982 in this facility, and Derek, who runs it, is one swell guy. He's the kind of guy you hope your daughter bring home. Now he's married. But he's that kind of a guy. So Chuck has a great shop. Derek runs it. They're on the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. That's Auto Dynamics in Sun City. Dan, good morning. Yeah, Mark, uh, I have a 2012 Tacoma. I just changed the oil on the transmission fluid at 65000 When's a good time for spark plugs? Dave? 90. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm talking on the last quarter. Yeah, yeah. So seventy-five to a hundred thousand miles. To be honest with you, you're going to take one out, and you're going to go, "Wow, should I even change these?" That's the what we find. Yeah, we we a hundred thousand miles is four times around the equator. That's enough. Um, if you don't do it and wait to a hundred and fifty, frankly, other than some loss to fuel economy, maybe a tenth here or there, there's no real harm, no foul. A miss or some some uh, some incombust, incomplete combustion of the fuel. So I'll wait there around about 85. You can do that. 85 to 100. We're comfortable with that. One of the things you should do is look at your owner's manual. Yeah. Yeah. But even no matter what, I, I'm going to say. I think it's 90. I think I think uh, on that particular vehicle, I think it's 90,000 they recommend changing it. Then we're home free. Yeah. Then we're home yeah, free. Yeah, I just wanted to, I wanted to talk to you first before I opened up the book. Yeah, well, no, that's fine. I don't know everything, and I, I did make a mistake in 1963, <laughs> but um, I just, um, you know, I'm not, it's it's kind of, it's round figure number, and there's a lot of people, I, I was listening to a show the other day, and the guy said that he put synthetic oil in your truck, or in your car, and he wants to see you every 5,000 miles. I don't like that. I don't do that. I don't like that. The idea is, is if I'm putting synthetic oil in your car, I, you can go a year. Or you can go up to Mercedes, says Mobile One, to go 25000 I'm more comfortable with eighteen to twenty. So if your car's not using the oil synthetic, you can go on the long thing. But he brings them in at 5000 Well, if you're going to do that, put a conventional oil in there and cut their oil change in half. I just don't understand that. So the answer is, is sometimes you, my industry will vary. He says $85. i am comfortable with 75 to 100 But you'll get that kind of discussion on if you ask 10 other guys. Okay, so, thanks. Okay, good luck to you. Thank you, Dan. All right, let me tell you about one more place. This is a diesel shop, and it's strictly diesel. That's the name of it. And Nate runs it. He's the nicest guy in the world. He's about nine foot two. His hands look like tennis rackets. So when you walk in, <clears throat> you'll know if Nate's talking to you. But he knows the domestic and foreign diesel trucks. So we're talking Chevy, Ford, and Dodge, and a bunch of other import ones. He doesn't do the big trucks, the big semis. But he's been around a very long time, 
I'm real proud of him because I've sent him some work on the north side of town, and he's always made my customer happy. So he's on I-17 and just south of I-17 on Pinnacle Peak Road, and they have a 24-hour website. So if you want to know what cold air kit to buy for your hot rod diesel, you can go on their website and compare some of that information. So Strictly Diesel, he's uh, just south of I-17, just south of I-17 on Pinnacle Peak Road. And I don't think we have anybody else. Is that right? Okay. All righty. Well, you know, when it comes to car repair, it's not that easy. But the owner's manual is the Bible. Would you agree? Yeah. And so you need to keep close to that. We see people come in all the time with 125,000, 130,000 miles with the same belts. Yeah. Hoses do. And there is no real change. I can name, I just did this for a court case. We named 40 things that are not in the owner's manual. The alternator's not in the owner's manual. There's a lot of things that right. don't have a time frame. But fluids, belts, and hoses, they all do. So you can stick close to that. But no one, I'm, I'm, really, con, I'm really concerned if someone says that they can diagnose your alternator and tell you if it's when it's going to go bad. I'm not comfortable with that. No. Can you do that? No. I don't know anybody that can do that. No. So it's kind of like wiper blades. You'll know when they go bad. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? That's it. You know. So when you look at the big picture, I'm I'm thinking that, that there's a small minority in our industry that create the perception that they know your car better than your owner's manual. And so they're going to tell you what you need to do. So on the Dextron, on the synthetic Dextron, I think most of those transmissions are go 100,000 miles. Yeah. Okay. I, but there's so many other things in there. The water pump's not there. The alternator's not there. Give me some other examples. Valve covers, any gaskets, no right. seals. No seals, yeah. You're working off symptoms. So right. it's, it's an issue of symptoms. So you you just go that way. Brakes. I think it's fair to say you've got customers that can pull 100,000 miles out of a set of brakes. Oh, yeah. Especially the 4 old disc. Yes. Yes, especially that. And then you, we used to do front disc brakes at 20 to 40. Yes. With semi-metallic pads and with the new new convent, or new style brake systems, you can beat that by two. Well, you've got to remember, I mean, those we had drum brakes back then, and they, and they were, you know, you were doing 70% of your braking was in the front and 30% was in the rear just because they would get out of adjustment so easy. And, you, and you're absolutely right, because I can tell you around your dad a lot. Yeah. We did two or three... Uh, front brakes to every rear. Absolutely. But it's almost that way with disc. Yeah. It's almost that way with disc. You're going to get maybe one, maybe two to one rear. But that's why I object to the full brake job, too. Very rarely do I have somebody come in that and has all the pads worn evenly and that it needs a set of pads. So sometimes, And there's no duplication of labor on that. No. You do the front axle, you do the rear axle, but it's a whole different operation. Absolutely. So we got a caller. Who might that be? That would be Jim. Jim, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, man. Um, first, Merry Christmas. And, thank you. Uh, I want to thank you. I've called about four or five times for advice on my RAV, and uh, probably the most impressive advice you gave me was when I asked if I uh, put a chrome extension on my tailpipe. <laughs> the RAV will faster. And you uh, definitely thought about it for a while and said, no, it wouldn't. And it didn't. You're right. It made and, it pretty, uh, though. Well, yeah, it does look pretty. That's what they call I'm visual horsepower. Old, you know? <laughs> That's visual horsepower. That's what that is. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I, I had that. a question, okay. and it's been bugging me for a long time. Um, at the beginning of your show, you have a disclaimer about it. We agree with everything you say we should seek professional help. Yes, sir. And I was wondering if you had a list of uh, really good therapists and surprise. You, you know, um, I think the best therapist um, that I would, I would send you to, I don't even need to know a name. Just go to your local cantina, have a couple of beers, and talk to the bartender. <laughs> that yeah, works for me. I, I you'd, uh, Jack Daniels, go see Jack, or, or Jose Cuervo. You know, you know what? Jose doesn't speak English, but you're going to have to have an interpreter with him. But I guarantee you, you can find lots of places that you can go cry in your beer, and they'll give you the best advice they have to offer <laughs> absolutely but you can another thing you can do too is is and this works pretty good all right you're you're going to answer the phone pretend i'm a woman okay um if you've got a minute i'd like to ask you to solve a dispute with me and my husband no <laughs> the first question is is are you a customer of mine <laughs> yeah, customer of mine yeah yeah <laughs> usually usually it ends up badly they both end up mad at you at the oh, yeah. end oh, yeah. so yes ma'am do i know you am i am i your shop okay go right ahead and my husband says this my husband says that if you're really smooth you can talk about both sides yeah. and and leave them with, and they hang up and they don't know which side you were on yeah but you can take both sides of the issue I've done that. And and but I always finish with your husband must have lost some of his training because when you have an argument it's better to raise the white flag and say yes honey. That's the path no of least resistance. Yep. yep. And and the yep. longer you've been married the less you have to do that. Oh yeah. So anyway, you're right. You're right, Rav. Oh, Rav, I wrote down Rav for because that's what he said. You're right, Rav. Um, when it when it comes to therapist, I think your local cantina now have your wife drop you off and pick you up because it's a bad idea to leave the cantina soused and drive home. Yep. Ten four. Yep. I'm with you. You're right again. You're okay. right again. So, I want to tell you, you're the only person in the world that agrees I'm right all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, my wife said it's okay to say that. <laughs> well, yeah, I love your wife. Tell her I got a free oil change for her in Tempe, okay? <laughs> I can use all the help I can get. Um, my My wife said to me the other day, she says, you just say some of the stuff that I would think on the radio that you'd get in trouble for. And she says, and when you really embarrass me, you get short-tempered. And that's that happens every once in a while because I I say, um, well, you know, why won't it start? Well, I don't know. Does it click? No. Does it drag? No. Do you have any noise? No. Are the headlights yes? Bright and bright? Yeah. I looked at your FAQ. And so you go, I don't know what to tell you. You just covered all the bases. You know? Or they go into a big, tall, long tirade about, or not a tirade, but a long discussion that kind of touches on all those bases. And it's kind of like vibrations. I can't fix vibrations on the radio. Nope. I can ask you questions, front steering wheel or the button that you're paying. And sometimes they say all of it. Okay, well, it's got to be in the back of the car because it'll shake the whole car. So yeah. you just kind of go through those kinds of give and take. But I am, every once in a while, I, I get a little short-tempered and I... I apologize right after the radio show's over. (laughs) Dave Martin from uh, South of Indian School on 16th Street, Martin's Auto, second generation. I know him. I know he'll treat you fair. I know that he'll listen to you because he listens to me. I know he's a good guy. He has good techs, and I know he knows right from wrong. 
And if worse comes to worst, I know his dad. <laughs> yeah. so, Martin's Auto, Dave, he's a good guy, and you'll probably talk to him if you stop by. My name is Mark Salem. Good luck. Wear your seatbelt. Don't drive when you're drunk. And if you do, don't tell him you're my friend. I'll see you next Saturday right here at 10 a.m.